Welcome to Little Stories for Tiny People. Oh, you're not tiny? You're teensy-weensy? Well, today you're in good company, because my guest is a teeny tiny little fairy named Sydney. Sydney is so small, I'm looking at her with a magnifying glass. I can't hear her because her voice is so high. Not even dogs can hear it. Only bionic dogs with supersonic hearing can make out what she says. Or so they tell me. So I'll watch her body language and I'll try to figure out what she's trying to communicate. Sydney, our story today is about teeny tiny fairies just like you. Oh, she's jumping up and down and flapping her tiny wings. She's pumped. Can you flap your wings too? To let Sydney know how excited you are? Okay. Our story today is called The Tiny Tooth Fairies, A Toothbrushing Tale. It's a story inside another story told by a loving big brother to his little brother. Remember to imagine all the pictures in your mind. All right, here we go. One morning, Bruno and Luca leapt out of their beds and ran to the window. The sun wasn't quite up yet. The window was cold when they touched it, and when they breathed on the glass, it fogged up. They drew some pictures and giggled. Bruno, the older brother, pressed his index finger to his lips and said, Shh. Luca smiled and did the same. Shh. They listened. The house was quiet except for the sound of warm air rustling through the vents. Bruno and Luca liked to be awake before both of their parents. They drew more pictures on the window. Bruno drew animals and had Luca guess what they were. Oh, oh, it's a fox. And that one's a caterpillar. And oh, it's a squirrel. Bruno laughed. No, silly. It's a cow, a snake, and a mouse. Luca giggled. Bruno? Yes, Luca? Can you tell me a story? Bruno put on his thinking face. Hmm. Which one? A new one. Please? Okay, but we have to get cozy first. They climbed into Bruno's bed and pulled up the covers. Bruno thought for a minute. Ah. Okay, I've got it. This is the story of the tiny tooth fairies. I thought there was just one tooth fairy. The one who comes and gets your tooth from under your pillow after it falls out. Don't worry, the story will explain everything, Bruno reassured him. Oh, okay. Luca snuggled up to listen. A long, 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 long time ago like when our parents were little. The tooth fairy worked all by herself. She didn't have any help. It was a lot of work. She had to have an up-to-date list of every child who lost a tooth and their addresses so she could sneak in and pluck their teeth from under their pillows without waking them. She worked so hard and never had a vacation, except for a few times when she entrusted her elderly neighbor, a fairy named Ms. Bibbidi-Bobbidi, to do the job when she went on a cruise. But 
Ms. Bibbidi Bobbidi tended to wake kids up when she reached under their pillows, so that wasn't great. Oh, yes. The Tooth Fairy worked very long, grueling hours, and it was a thankless job, really. I mean, imagine what it would be like for Santa without all those elves to help him. The Tooth Fairy was burnt out, and she daydreamed about quitting and moving to Singapore. But then she had an idea. She decided to get some help. She posted flyers all around her town, advertising open interviews for tiny fairies. No experience required, just extremely small stature. What does that mean? Luca interjected. It means they had to be really tiny. So anyway, thousands. Wait, how tiny? Luca asked. Teeny, teeny, tiny. So tiny, you can't see them. Oh, okay. Are they all girls? No, they can be boys or girls. Thousands of teeny, tiny fairies came. The big tooth fairy had them all line up and send all the tallest ones home. Nothing personal, she said, and handed them some resources for tall fairies. Of the teensiest, weensiest fairies, she picked the ones who loved children, loved teeth, and enjoyed being in humid environments. Then she grouped them in teams of five or six and taught them some fun songs to sing while they worked, like Wiggle Wiggle. Wiggle that tooth, wiggle, wiggle, wiggle that tooth, wiggle, wiggle, wiggle that tooth, and mark down how wiggly it is in your spreadsheet. Once the teeny tiny fairies finished their training, the big tooth fairy dispatched them. What does that mean? It means she sent them off. Oh, okay. So she dispatched them to their assigned children. You see, the big tooth fairy had a brilliant plan. She had each team fly into the children's bathrooms in the morning and perch themselves on the children's toothbrushes. When the children woke up and brushed their teeth, the fairies would hitch a ride into their mouths. Then, throughout the day, they checked each and every tooth to find signs of wiggling. If they found a wiggle, they'd mark it down on their tiny clipboards. That way, The big tooth fairy always had a heads up about upcoming teeth she'd have to collect. What would they do if there weren't any wiggles? How did they spend the day then? Well, they'd sing, read teeny tiny books, and many did crosswords. Although, nowadays, they do Sudoku. They still do it now? Luca asked, his eyes wide. Yes, of course. They'll be on our toothbrushes this morning. They will? Yes, but how will they get home? Luca asked. I'm getting to that right now. Okay, so where was I? Right, so they updated their clipboards. And here's the important part. At the end of the day, in order for the fairies to fly away home, the children have to remember to brush their teeth before bedtime. That way, the fairies can jump onto their toothbrushes and then fly away home. It really helps if you brush every single tooth and then it shortens their trip if you hold your toothbrush up very high in the air and give them some encouragement. Encouragement? Yeah, like, thank you fairies, now fly away home. See you tomorrow fairies. They really like it when you do that. It makes them feel appreciated. Wow, Luca gasped. 
Yeah, and the coolest thing is that now that the big tooth fairy has all this help keeping track of loose teeth, she's a lot more consistent. She still forgets teeth under pillows now and then. Nobody's perfect. But overall, she does a pretty good job. As long as you always remember to brush every morning and every night, the tooth fairy will have you on her list. Well, I always remember to brush, so I must be on her list, Luca exclaimed. Bruno smiled and gave his little brother a hug. I'm sure you are, he said. Bruno got up and picked out a book from the shelf. We're still the only ones up, he said. Let's let them sleep. I'll read to you while we wait. They read book after book until their parents peeked in. Then they both jumped up and raced to get their toothbrushes. looking at Sydney right now and I can barely see her because she's flying around buzzing all over the place. Okay, she's landing. She looks really happy. Oh, she's pulling something from her pocket. It looks like a business card. Oh my gosh. Okay, I didn't even know this when I invited her, but she is a tiny tooth fairy. Her business card says, Licensed Tiny Tooth Fairy. Available for, I can barely make it out, available for wiggle consultations? Wow! Sydney, I I am so honored to be in your presence. You are clearly doing some very important work to assist the Big Tooth Fairy. What an inspiration. Special thanks today go out to Petunia the Panda for clearing all the bamboo out of my backyard. Thanks, Petunia. That stuff is really hard to get rid of. Also, thanks to Terrence the turtle who brought me some chamomile tea with honey. That was very relaxing. Little Stories for Tiny People is written, performed, and produced by me, Rhea Pector. If you enjoyed today's story, consider sharing it with some friends who may also appreciate a story about the hidden benefits of toothbrushing. You can subscribe to the podcast through iTunes and Stitcher, or you can visit littlestoriestinypeople.com for information about subscribing through other platforms. Remember to brush those fairies home tonight. I'll be back in two weeks with a new story.